Kwan, our lovely 4D community, adaptive children, people who have the adaptive child who bring the projection of their inner child wound. And so whether it's uh, projecting the victim or projecting abuser or perpetrator and then projecting potentially rescuer, what projecting means is that they take it upon themselves to think that them being in a specific tone with people is justified and not that it's their own perspective. And that, of course, they can share passionately speaking their own perspective. Uh, that's where when you meet expanding consciousness, there's a different type of, in fact, conversation that happens. And we usually continue to expand together. So those lovely people, they mature themselves in time. The ones that are really fun to be around, in fact, are the life-sensitive people. They're scientists, some of them. Others are social people. Others are spiritual people. But they don't actually think of themselves as only one thing. They think of themselves as a human being and they say, wow, you have different interests than me. Oh, wow, I'm pro-life. You're pro-choice. That's interesting. Okay, we can talk about it. Uh, are you interested? Just chit-chatting. And you know, it's nice when you just chit-chat. So the adults do that. Adaptive children, they need to prove to each other things. So that's where it's a different type of conversation. And we're not going to use that tone. I'm going to try and keep them out of a, the picture because... There's a lot of adaptive children during Leo season. They all feel fueled by the fire. And the thing is, though, they're not actually Leos because they're not trying to be all-inclusive. They don't know polyamory as a way of unconditionally loving all humanity. And I do know some people consider polyamory only something that is about romantic love. It's not. It's actually polyamory. No. That there are different ways that different people that consider themselves polyamorous will like to explain. I, I have one. It's called where we don't do any type of uh, relationship hierarchy. Some of us, we were good with no hierarchy because, you know, it sounds diminishing. We don't like titles. In fact, we like relationship anarchy because really these titles, I mean, it's dehumanizing a person and... When you are mystic also, I forgot, we know about our oversoul. So we will have met our twin flame, flames and soulmates and more than just that for my enlightenment soul age group mystics. So I haven't met the enlightenment soul age group mystics yet because I have not met people who know that their oversoul is all of humanity and then that, yes, of course, your relationship with those lovely twin flames and soulmates or one twin flame. But see, this is the part. We don't really need a name, a word. We'll know about soulmates and we'll know about, you know, long-lasting relationships. So independently from when you begin to have your clairs, you'll actually have what's called the enlightenment, pure consciousness perspective of a person who knows of you choose actively when you're enriched by each other to stay in each other's lives. There are no strings attached. I forgot poly secure uh, means that you are your own safe haven and secure base so you know how to unconsciously love yourself with your flaws and imperfections. I was a teenager and I actually already knew that. And then I still flirted with an asshole, quote unquote. They were a cute asshole. They just wanted to make an excuse for why they didn't want to date me. And I knew it and it was okay. And in fact, we never dated, which is a really good thing because 
I'm totally out of their league. Oh, totally, yes. Even intellectually speaking, that person had no interest whatsoever in school. And I'm like, what are you going to do when you grow up? And I forgot what they wanted to do, but I was like, oh, I'm actually going to be joining potentially politics and I'm going to be going to certain types of events and I'm going to be expected to be uh, following the gala because politicians, you know, we have to perform in a certain way in order to maintain our status because, you know, that's what status is. But not because we're better. It's just that we occupy a role where we I learned a lot of things as a kid and then I grew up and I was like, wait a minute. When I met the first two lawyers, which made me very much aware that, you know, I think law is not going to be it. These two lawyers did cocaine. And I was like, what? But you're lawyers. Don't you follow the law that you actually are promising? And, and people will have said, oh, that's so gullible. And I will have thought, oh, you're so stupid. Because honestly, if you're choosing a, like, what are you doing? You don't embody your career. You're just using a word. Oh, I forgot. It's about the money. Which one, which one of the stereotypes do you all want to, the adaptive children love using the, these mechanisms of, oh, you're pink tainted glasses. No, no. I'm just a consistent human being who knows the difference between basically you just doing something to please appease mommy, daddy, or make yourself feel good about yourself versus those who do what they do because they actually embody the essence of what they're going to do. So once I figured out law, it's not really about just or about the people that do it. I kept getting told, if you're going to be a public lawyer, you're going to make crap money and you're not going to ever win cases and all these people are going to try killing you. If you, and I'm like, whoa, I don't even have a good brain for this. I think I better just not know. That's not how it works. I actually did notice. I'm not really great with memorizing. And this material is really boring. Like, lots boring. Because I actually took a business law class. And I was not dumb and said no to it without trying it first. And the lawyers, obviously, that did cocaine, they just represent hypocritical people in my book. And uh, I think they should be barred from doing law completely. Or something like that, because honestly, they're, they're supposed to follow the law, not break it. So there's that. No judgment. They can do what they want, but if you're going to be a lawyer, again, you really need to understand what that means, like with the police and a lot of other things that we know happen. So let's fix those systems, shall we? I'm all on board with it, and I know a lot of other people who are, and I think we're on a roll moving towards that, by the way. So while other people keep saying, no, we're not, uh, some of us know we are, and that's for those of us who do can, because we are actively finding ways to fix what is broken versus criticize and do conspiracy and all that other stuff that other people like to do. We don't need to yell or insult individuals, by the way. It's normal to make mistakes. Those lawyers, they were just human beings who did not want to be lawyers in the way of the essence of the lawyer. They wanted the suit so that they could, again, please appease mommy and daddy and the society that they live by. Because the society, you know, I've met more than just one person that wanted to be a lawyer. Oh, I've met psychologists that don't want to be psychologists to help people, although they will have said they do. And the minute that they're like, no, no, somatics is bullshit, is the minute that you know hmm, you're bullshit and I'm going to turn around and just wonder, hey, by the way, how is it that you said you're going to help people? that have trauma and they can't sit still, oh, you're going to make them lay down. Oh, you're going to write in your note, but oh, wow, you're going to have a little time. Oh, that's so cute. You look adorable in your little, what is that power and control that you think you have? Who, who are you pleasing here? Which parent? Which one of the two did you need to make them feel that you're going to be awesome one day? Did that work yet? And do you feel good about yourself? 
lots of ways that we could look right to the face of some people and make them feel very small, which we would never do because we do not. And we means 5D mystics in the Enlightenment Soul Age group. As said, Guru has spelled out, we do not meddle with states of consciousness. Now, the difference, though, is we, those of us over here, pure consciousness land, we don't disengage from being a human being. So when I say we do not, I mean that we will see clearly the blinders of the adaptive child with the projection of, again, their victim, perpetrator, slash abuser, rescuing. There's many different ways they'll come at you, which is why you're like, okay, I need to get out of here right now because I'm really about to get, like, you know, I'm really about to get bored to death with this. So we also get bored with the ones who always talk about evil, by the way. And that's because our brains are really wanting to be in la-la land. And so as some people will say, are you stupid? And we'll say, yes, we have blinders on and they're called pink and we like it that way. So can you go shuffle away to the people who have different blinders? And on that note, hopefully we've gotten rid of all the ones who do not love life. <laughs> and that way we can have a joy ride with our random food for thought. They love the energies about. There are so many of them, it's not even funny how many people that continuously don't take advantage of this lovely energy that is Leo season. And today is, I think I'm going to be publishing this on the 7th, I forget. So 8, 7, that's a good one. 8 plus 7 is what? Help me out, 15, 56. So we got harmony. Ooh. And we got an 8 and 7. When you're mastering to be your adult self, that's throughout your entire life, of course, if you have a love cycle. If you have a shame cycle is whenever you get out of feeling that you're defective and you finally figure out you're not and that any addictive behaviors are nothing to be ashamed of because they're maladaptive responses as an adult, but they're safety behavior responses as a child and an infant and growing up and all that stuff with the unresolved trauma. So if you can please remember not to be upset at the liars, the cheaters, the stealers, the hypocrites, the ones who do gaslighting, ghosting, manipulating, even the ones who get labeled as evil from some people. If you're in an enlightenment soul age group, or anyways, that's where I'm at. So pure consciousness, nobody is evil. It's all a shame, 20 vibration, which equates unresolved trauma. So these are people who have dysregulated and modulated embodied selves. I have a book, I'll read about it, but what's the point is they don't have the restorative embodied self. So they've not yet allowed their body to return to its natural homeostasis and they don't know about it. And even if they believed in it, they don't believe in it. Okay, so they also don't believe that their actual brain is trying to take that trauma memory, which is trauma memory, so that has no timestamp, and the brain is trying to fix itself, meaning to allow itself to be whole, because your physical brain actually has a place for memory, and it's timestamped, so trauma memory is not, because it actually is something that is a fragment, it was too much, too soon, too fast, now this is not because of the events that happen, this is what people don't know, but they haven't changed the manual of diagnoses yet, because see, the past psychologist without technology did not know about trauma memory, so they thought it was the events that happened to you that made you have trauma, and that's not how it really works, but the polyvagal theory doctor Stephen Porges still needs to keep on presenting his empirical data so that, you know, the scientific community can make sure it's accurate and helpful and da 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 which is very important, by the way. So right now, the therapists do use the polyvagal theory 
and they do know about the window of tolerance. That one comes from Daniel Siegel, who teaches about the mind and interpersonal neurobiology, and he has a great mind module, hand module. So long story short, science is building a way to help us know the integrated mind is the healthy, optimal mind. Actually, they already empirically know this part. They just have not been able to distribute to the system this because mindfulness is considered by those who are from the religious institutions as something that is equal to buddhism which means that it's another religion which is not but they don't understand this so they hear mindfulness and they're like oh shit you're going to want to convert our children no hell no you are the devil and you know stuff like that goes on so it's unfortunate that they don't actually learn anything oh and we have a museum in america that teaches creationism so i'm thinking we're pretty far away from having all people from the middle ages understand science because they actually are not even teaching darwinism like they are teaching the lie of adam and eve and and they're okay with that i, I was like what adam and eve is a lie when i found out i forget how old i was but i was like why would they teach me a lie in school meaning in my catechism and then tell me to believe and then you lied to me i'm never going to believe you again because you just lied to me and you even are hiding texts from me and you're expecting me to continue to believe you when you go against the word of Jesus who says forgive them for they do not know who walked with all people and you keep on being what you're, what excuse me <laughs> how about you let all the texts go public on the printing press and more have them be digitalized so that I can I the human being over here my name's Maria can read it if I want to and then maybe we'll talk about what I should believe or shouldn't. And oh, by the way, yeah, a hand is a hand and, and don't tell me about the hand from above because I'm a channeler, so I, I know above. It's not above. It's called consciousness. The neuroscience people are all over it. I love it. Love science. Gotta love science. The future is science. I know some people don't like to hear when I say it. I'm like, I'm so sorry. Oh, on that note, this is a good one. So when our oversoul finds out that not all of the oversoul will be back, they kind of get bummed out about it, and I get it. I don't like it as much as they, that in the future I don't have all the people that I know from this lifetime. I was bummed out about it as a kid. I'm still bummed out of it now, and now I even know exactly which people won't be in my future, and that really does make me sad sometimes when I think of it. I actually shared it with a person who is in my future, and they looked at me and they said, well, it's okay, we all go through things, and I said, yeah, I know, but still, it sucks. Like, yeah, but it's okay. Like, yeah, I know it's okay. And then we won't, I won't remember this. We won't remember this anyway. So it's all okay. And we smiled at each other. And it was really nice. It was really nice because here's where when people actually take your mysticism seriously, it's kind of nice because we live these things all the time. And it's amazing. And unlike the 40 who are like, oh, but you have friends. So I'm going to go and be with extreme people who are actually cult leaders. It's like, no, that's not really good for you, but okay. Oh, man. Okay, I have so much food for thought for you all today. Long story short, a 5D mystic does not get fooled by any cult. And in fact, we know that evil doesn't exist. From the minute that you will have Claire's, you know this. If you don't, then you're a 4D body type. This is not a race. It is an actual way that people will experience Claire's. And it's unfortunate. So let me spell this out again. And again and again and again. And I will keep on spelling it out. Unresolved trauma is what all of us can have. When it comes up is during these peak ascension moments, tend to your emotional body, please, your energetic body. This means your window of tolerance. So if you have any nightmares, Patrick McNamara, he explains to you as a theoretical neuroscientist who is doing conducting studies ongoingly and proves 
through his studies that you do not get possessed by demons when these demonic possessions have taken place, that something in your brain breaks because repeated nightmares where you don't move into shaman because you don't have the ability to move into a body that does not feel fear, you're basically there's this point he points to in his video where it breaks. And what I'm going to gather is this, because it's always that middle point where people say your third eye is. So you are a human being. You're meant to go through self-transformation, which means to grow up. When you're having dreams, people that have 4D, they think they're dreaming and they will feel these, um, this, this is the moment where that other neuroscience talks about it. We go through when our brain is actually connecting to consciousness and what is considered when you look at the cultures, those who become shamans or our deities, all these words, they don't mean anything except for your brain. You think of the human brain, please. Okay, so when you are connecting to the sphere, you can tell because it feels like you're higher. It's a light, beautiful energy. I remember every one of my light body experiences and the rainbow body. And then when I moved into even bigger of an energy window and I still am expanding the energy that I can contain. When there's big, big peak ascension moments, there was one recent a couple months ago. I think it was when I, not the full moon, this one, the other one. So from July, I think it was three days leading up to it or whenever this was, there was some other stuff happening. Is I got one of my panic attack thingies and that's because of this buttload of energy that came in and we always are looking to learn who's we the enlightenment mystic to expand the energy body so learning how to discharge it though is important and uh, the I'm a four foot nine person so I don't contain as much and I don't know how to easily discharge it always so that's the part Okay, so it's not good or bad, it just is. It's like a battery, and, uh, you know, the battery can only hold so much if it's four foot nine. Long story short, the other neuroscience guy explains how our brain, it goes to the four common attributes, selflessness, then we have uh, timelessness, effortlessness, and richness. But the effortlessness part, because there is no self and there is no time, your body and mind is actually in this void. And so for people like me, it's not scary because we're used to dealing with the unknown uncertainty and unwanted from within the inner growth mindset while going with our flow. So we allow integration to naturally happen because we know it's okay to be afraid of the dark because it's okay to be afraid. So we're okay with fear as our predominant emotion and or an emotion that exists. And we're okay with the existence of human beings with being un in the unknown. Okay, so with that being said, we don't get shaken up if we have visions or see demons or whatever. So whenever I've had any type of dream, I don't get awake and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's just happened. I mean, I will process the emotion that stays with me, yes. And that's always been the case. And in the peak of these dreams and these energies, the reality is it was a lot more in depth once I did encounter one of my lovely three twin flames. And that's simply because, you know, this expanded my oversoul and it integrated people that, you know, have a lot on their plate. We'll just put it that way. In fact, I remember clearly being aware of this and clearly disengaging from thinking of it in any way, shape or form because it doesn't matter what's happening to any people out there, especially the ones who don't 
believe in Reiki and mysticism and tarot. And so they're making you out to be some whack job, which you're not. You know, this is where it's something that we understand. Of course we do. Why wouldn't somebody who doesn't have certain experiences make other people out to be whack jobs? But some of us, we're not whack jobs. We're grounded in the moment and we know what is happening. And that's where we're not trying to prove it. We're just liking to share our experiences with our loved ones. Fact, we don't have shame. I've never had shame about my dreams. To this day, I talk to people like it's normal. And to this day, people that love me say, why are you doing it like it's normal? I'm like, because it is normal and uh, it's part of my life. So I'm not going to hide who I am to people. They don't have to like me. They don't even have to be friendly. <laughs> I'm not going to make up some bullshit because you think I shouldn't talk about something. Are you ashamed of it? No? Okay, good. I'm not. So I'm okay with somebody saying, oh, they're a whack job. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> they used a word. That's all it is. Did somebody stay in the time where they do duels with the little glove slapping each other? Because I grew out of that once I became a grown-up and realized all people actually really, what are they upholding in their images? I don't even know. They don't move out of, excuse me, the whole black-white thinking. They don't become emotional adults. So their ego stays sensitive for the rest of their life. And in fact, I got plenty of adults who are still sensitive. It's like crazy sensitive. So... I was trying to get to something. When we begin to dream and we have astral travel and all these things, the 5D body type in the effortlessness, we don't get destabilized because even if it's a demon, we know it ain't a demon and it's in my mind's eye. So we know that your mindset is everything. Everything. Outside doesn't matter. Inside. Period. Outside, if you're smart, you try to surround yourself with those who do not represent any physical harm if you do not trust anyone, then that's where you want a good somatic sensory motor and trauma therapist because our mammalian heritage is to socialize, to be together. The ventral vagal nervous system state is your optimized body. So if you don't want to be around people, that means your body doesn't feel safe, which means there's a window of tolerance that's very, very small. It means you want to look into that because your rigid mind is not healthy for you and the rigid body isn't either. There's dysregulated and modulated. Those are not your optimized human version. So enlightenment or not, if you don't want to be around people, we got some stuff that you haven't worked on yet. And there's plenty of people that are out there who would love to get you out of hell because see the body is where hell and heaven is in your body. It's not earth. Earth's fine. Earth can get back on its feet with people. The ones who want to think that earth is eating us alive. Yeah, you, you have it wrong again. You're in separation consciousness. You're forgetting we're part of nature. And so nature always works, in fact, to create something new. You know, the beauty of knowing this is where you see harmony wherever you look at. The only people who don't are the ones who are not in, in pure consciousness. And you always can tell because of the way their mind works. <laughs> That's why, again, we have pink-tainted glasses. Oh, I love mine. There are a couple of events that recently took place, two or three at least two or three, and I'm thinking about a couple more. I'm like, ah, I was wondering about how that one would come out. Okay, now, now you're making a lot of sense. Okay, this one's, yep, yep, I'm, I'm getting that one. So what we literally are looking from our window, while the people who are in 4D, they're not, they're nowhere near here. Okay, so they're all destabilized, they're scared, they're, they're so back to serious talk. It's unfortunate because they really should find out about somatic sensory motor. It would help their bodies a lot. And they would then be thankful for their bodies instead of in, uh, in really 
Anyways, um, so they have the same types of experiences, but their body can't sustain the energy because their window of tolerance is wee little, little, little. And they're not curious about why they're going through something. So they don't look at their background. They don't find out about the unresolved trauma part and that, you know, a lot of stuff. So enough about psychoeducation for, ta for today and now. So those people, they don't move into richness. And unfortunately, as Patrick McNamara shows in his uh, studies of the recurring nightmares and people that do get demonically possessed, that something breaks in their brain. And I don't know if it's healing or not because I didn't read the book yet, but I will find out and let you know. And on that note, um, the 4D community, I thought that they would move into 5D. I, I mean, I hoped for them. Because, you know, I love to be able and channel, and we channel, in fact, very much the same stuff. Differences we channel with empowering messages for our loved ones and for humanity. And that's because we are buttload of 5D mystics. <laughs> so here's where IHP content is for all people. But obviously, you're going to be a little bit of a quirk, right? Because at the end of the day, the science people can explain through neuroscience, all of the consciousness stuff. So I like to be able and dabble within one, it's part of my journey. So as a person for now, the verbiage is metaphysics, esotericism, all that mystical stuff. Once I get enough physics, I'm sure we'll integrate that in time. But for now, let's move into more of what is happening for my 5D peeps. So the 4D is going to stay with their eyes on their own uh, unfortunate fear stuff. They are being given the opportunity to move out of it. And that's the part. If they allow the part of when... So when we uncover our adaptive child with the projection of the inner child for the people who have shame cycles and they move into love cycle. So let me talk about those people for a minute. Those people, they share their shame story. Well, right now, in this very moment, on this lovely August, not later, no, no, now, now. Because right now is when you're either roaring with love or you're not roaring. You're really, I mean, yeah, you're roaring, but you're not going to move anywhere. And I saw this one guy, he's a twin flame coach, and I love his materials definitely way better than the other material, <laughs> just because he's more legit. Uh, the other ones, they just followed a trending topic, but he, he actually has some real value to offer, even though, I mean, he makes it out to be this uh, science thing, and no relationship for an enlightenment soul age person is going to be handled by somebody else, by the way. Yeah, yeah, we don't have people telling us how to deal with our loved ones. So we're going to deal with them direct if we are. And if not, then that means we have not needed to or we won't be. I mean, nobody's going to be in between. It's almost like having your parent always with you. Okay, that's what I'm saying. So the ones of us who are Zen masters, we don't need parents to come and have us handle each other. We, we like to have passion between, you know, when people have confidence, what it means to say a face-to-face, -face, you know, face-to-face, -face, has anybody had an enjoyable, I have had some enjoyable, few, but I've had them. Oh, I love my face-to-face. -face. But actually, I haven't met enough Zen masters just yet. I'll let you know if I do. But at this point, I'm 43. I'm pretty sure I 
doesn't really matter even if I did meet them because you're going to have a very different experience when you are in a specific state of the uh, playfulness of Krishna Lila is what I'm trying to get at. So we don't really have much to say to people except for if you can have fun, then uh, that's all good. If you can't, we're not going to sit around and wait for you to have fun. We're out because the minute that you're a bummer is the minute that uh, we don't need you to be bummed out. If you got two hands, you got two legs, you got a job, you got something going on, I don't know what you're bummed out about. So we're busy trying to help to manifest the future, not to uh, be stone ages and medieval ages and all that stuff. Heart to heart is very easy and effortless for the people who love. So 4D is choosing their stuff because when they have these experiences, they don't learn about neuroscience as a human. They learn about it. Oh, I'm a program. Oh, I'm in the matrix. Oh, I'm going to manifest. Oh, I, I'm a robot. So long story short, they treat themselves like they're machines, which is really, uh, like I was saying, like that guy, he's the best one out, out of all these twin flame. At least he's building solid relationship between people versus the other stuff, which is Seriously, uh, if you need a relationship coach, I'm just thinking that's your only focus in life, and that means you're in that soul age group over there. And that's what I'm going to say and have a little laugh and chuckle. It's not because people don't add to our life. They do. That's the point. They add to our life. They don't take away from our life. When you are the ability to be emperor and empress, so you're your own whole person, you're your own secure attachment. It is because you have integration of the mind, so there's differentiation and linkage. You and I are not one body, we're two bodies. We're not one mind, we're two minds, and we don't care for the same soul. We're all the same energy, which is a true deal. Now, there is the energetic imprint. That is true, that is true. But unlike, again, these other soul age groups, for the enlightenment soul age group, you're still a bonus in our life. We don't care if it's the same soul reborn twice in one lifetime. It makes no difference. You're still in another human being's body. So you want to give it the blame on the positive, negative charge and that you're doing what you're doing. We're going to not blame shame. You see, this is the part. If you're a grown-up, you ain't pointing a finger and saying, let me blame the way that I'm behaving on something. Let me shame the way I'm behaving. Let me fault. Let me... No, we don't... Adults don't do that. That's the point. And so twin flames, soulmates, so it doesn't matter who you're talking to. If you're an adult, you're going to respectfully treat them like one. And you're not going to fault, shame, blame, or revenge, or think that anyone needs to run or chase or do any shit like that. No, no. Can we talk? Yes. Good. Then we can talk. We can't? Good. Okay. Clear. Thank you. That's it. And we'll figure it out as we move along our journey called L-I-F-E. And there's only one of them with the name that you got. Other than that, as I was saying, the people who hear, yeah, the future is not going to be with everyone. <sighs> of course, we can't prove it. I can't prove it. But I do have a story, which I won't share. It's not a big deal. Long story short, what I was trying to get to actually was this interesting food for thought that a friend of mine shared with me, which was, well, if we're all like, you know, an energy, then could it be that a group of us have an energetic imprint and stuff like that? And so that it's not really true that we don't have this thing that we were reborn, but we just consolidate. And that actually makes a lot of sense because when you look at the plane right now, we have groups and those groups represent a specific charge. They, they represent a specific theme. 
they represent specifics so when you're able to see it all come together it is still the same rainbow and so we're always going to have a rainbow as we move forward in time the difference is the ancients become ancients in stories and the science builds empirical data which now can see light thanks to technology and so it can consolidate information like what happens in our brain when we are in a full state of flow our lovely inner growth mindset it's a basic of how you can work with your own thoughts without giving you the body stuff and then once you move into listening to episodes and we have paid subscription-based model content as well so the online courses beginners is online um, but we have all of the main modules for the beginners intermediate and advanced on the website so you can check those ones out for free and as you know we have free paid free and paid subscription-based model content so there's plans for that which i'm not talking about right now but my story was that the inner growth mindset and the way you think things through is where you begin to look at life from the depths of you if you are 5d that is if you're not, then you're not, and you're just getting distracted with a bunch of stories from the five of swords, so from the ego, and not in a way of actually feeling bad about the not ability to always coordinate. So the ones of us who feel bad, it's because we know that life isn't too hard. Relationships are bonus. So, you know, again, we don't blame or shame or say, oh, there has to be some dynamic because this person's a twin flame. No, no, no. They're a person. They have free will is the name. And even if they don't have free will, they have the ability to use their mouth to speak. And if they choose not to, then they choose not to. And that's because of their desire. Their limbic system chooses for them. That's the brain of theirs. Their brain says, this is valuable and I want to continue to grow a relationship. Or, no, I don't find value Oh, and if they turn it into revenge and resentment, then they still have twisted something in their own conscious thinking. Even though, of course, behind it is an inner child. So we, we understand that unresolved trauma creates a, again, distorted ego. And in Maya land, there's distortion all over the place, which is why 4D needs to get out of their enamorment with their light or the one siphoned way. So, I mean, it is what it is. The ones of us who are not in that land, when we're presented with, well, maybe, yeah, you know what, you're right, maybe it will be one consolidated energetic imprint of one of yous in all of those, and that's great, because at least we got one of yous now, and we can, so as you move back to oneness, which is where, you know, when they talk about nirvana, I think it is, the dissolution, what I love more than anything is when I see the people who think they're enlightened, they talk to me about shit like this, and then you see them turn to their neighbor and they're like assholes because the neighbor's having a bad day or the neighbor is doing something and they're not actually concerned with, how's my neighbor doing? Do they need a good therapist maybe? Do they need someone to talk to? Oh, wait, but they're envy and spite. That's, that's an indication of their unhappiness. Maybe I can have them have fun today. You know, when you get reached out by people who you know have fun basically teasing you? <laughs> it's always cute when those people reach out because you're like, oh, they miss me. Okay, let's, let's let them have some fun today. Uh, that's how we feel about people who don't really get anywhere in their life. No, they get somewhere. They just don't realize that the pettiness is throughout their entire pores. So it's pettiness because really... Um, I don't even know what words to use because I don't know if it's petty. It's sad. 
But then again, it's understandable. The psychoeducators make it very clear why people don't move into an actual three of cups with their loved ones. It's because they don't recognize their adaptive child has an inner child, which is envious, jealous, and spiteful because there is a lack of sense of self-worth equal to heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart feeling, which equals I'm unworthy, unlovable, but I'm going to twist it and say, oh my God, let's go make fun of that lady over there because she's all over the mysticism stuff. Oh. And you know, here, a basic of, of that type of behavior, my attire. My attire, when I'd go out dancing with some of my Neapolitan friends, because they're all about the way you dress. You know, it's funny when people actually tell you things and they think that they're going to hurt your feelings because they're really trying to piss you off because you're pissing them off. So I had one of my friends who uh, was upset at me for something, and uh, I'm not going to get specific, but she was upset. She, you're acting childish. You know, you're actually friends with people who talk behind your back. And here, and she gives me the exact example. <laughs> and I was like... Well, uh, I did already know about these lovely women because the first day I met them, I saw how they looked at me. There's a way that the Neapolitan women will look at you if you're not dressed well, and it's where they look at you from head to toe. I got taught it when I first moved to Naples. I was like, wow, that's really interesting. So they are so busy looking at other people's attire to not even bother dressing up nice and being happy in their life. I feel so special. Thank you for looking at me. How can I make you laugh some more? Let me see which one of the mixed matches and shoes and and, and uh, socks can I put on? So some of us actually have fun looking like dumbasses for people who have fun looking at us like dumbasses. And there you go. That's an exchange of some beautiful playground for us. So my lovely friend, as she says to me what she says, uh, it's because of a choice that I had made. And I specified, I already knew about my lovely girlfriends. Thank you for letting me know, which basically confirmed that they gossiped all together. Uh, so, you know, that makes me laugh even more. When people don't realize that through saying, let me throw these people under the bus or let me spell this stuff out. And then they're like, how do you know this? If you're not participating, you wouldn't. Obviously you are, which is cool and dandy, but you know, that's something I would have thought twice about that one, <laughs> but it's okay. So uh, that was the example because of saying that we don't really uh, tend to care about people's petty stuff because obviously, you know, these same women, they would make up pictures of trips that they would go on to have people think that they were having a good time, which is why people think it's so, it's not social media. This was before Facebook was even a thing. There was only maybe MySpace and they were using MSN. And I mean, I had to witness these people creating a whole fictitious story. I'm like, why don't you just tell them? No, no, we want them to think. And it's like, okay, some of us are actually happy about wherever the fuck we are, but hey, let me not burst your bubble of lies. So long story short, when you learn the psychoeducators, they explain a lot of things and seeing people think that it's social media versus recognizing that it's actually people who did not learn how to grow confidence and happy in their own life. I'm going to say secure attachment, FYI, is the 50% of people. In fact, when I was in one of my classes with the psychotherapist, they're like, but you know, it doesn't seem like there's 50% because they all think, of course, the secure attachment people are supposed to be adults. They don't realize that those people obviously are not secure attachment because they're way far away from being lions that roar with love or with actual just, you know what? Yeah, I'm really hurt. My feelings are really hurt. 
we're, we're not really hurt by the envy, jealousy, and spite because what happens when you're a kid and you realize that all people either will grow out of it or they won't. So here's what happens when you actually think that you are in a space because, you know, that whole twin flame stuff, there's a way they talk to you about it and about your oversoul, 4D plane. And it's not a true thing. So just treat your oversoul like people and then make sure to understand if they are their own safe haven and secure base. If they are, you'll find out in time, of course, because they'll be reliable, consistent, and they will allow you to be yourself and be very much enamored with everything you are and they will flaunt it in your face. You're beautiful. You're beautiful. Oh, I love that. They're going to make you feel so comfortable with your mysticism, quirks, and everything that you're going to be like, wow, I love this. This is so amazing. So consistent communication is what this is called, and it's a fun, fun game for those of us who are Zen masters, by the way. So we have people like that, of course, but the ones who are not, wow, lo and behold. So let's get to that for a minute. Uh, yeah, no matter what the title is, don't let you be fooled, because again, as I said, people must know how to be their own secure attachment before they can actually do anything remotely in a manner that tends to let me tend to each other as respectful adults. Shall we? Shall we? Can we talk? Of course we can. Why wouldn't we? And therefore, no, you're not a bother. Don't be silly because you're never a bother. I love and enjoy every one of our conversations always. That's the consistent message that people who love each other, not the one day yes, one day no, one day I gossip about you, one day you're a crazy wacko, one day you're not a crazy, no, none of that. That is all people who, they're all over the place. So that stuff, we don't really take it too seriously because after, I don't know, what, three, four times, there's usually a number where you're like, oh, wait a minute. Okay, here's the path, got it. Okay, because patterns, we're all patterns. The ones of us who are grown-ups, they will see our pattern very much straight away. We will see their pattern some are a little bit longer to find out, like the please appeasers, but it's okay because they actually, once they're uncovered and unmasked, it's like, ah, gotcha. So anything I say will go until you're actually upset about something and then I'll see what your true ideas were about this thing. Cool. So we don't actually use much of our time to try and figure it out since T-I-M-E in life will allow us to figure it out. So we move beyond those fives and we get into our sixes always. And our queen of wands definitely loves the expanded version. So we go from our own being hierophant to our own being our own lovers. And that's because we're a whole person. So the lovers, you should know that as a card, it represented making a higher level choice. Not necessarily two people, but you know how people are with relationships. It's all over the place. So they have consistently just given the lovers this one meaning no the lovers doesn't mean that and if any good reader is a 5d mystic they will disengage from reading in a way at least personal readings collective it makes sense because you know the majority of the collective are people who want to be seen want to be safe want to be soothed and want to be secure and so they're looking for the one human being on the face of this planet that can do that for them and they're all calling it their twin flame and there you go. So the people who at this point in their human journey are looking for twin flames uh, are people who will learn through those relationship coaches, whether they're science or not, how to be a grown-up version of themselves and lock and loaded, get that deal done and get that one human being and then they're all happy. 
and they can continue doing everything else, maybe. Uh, that's the part where we don't know what they're actually doing with their personal time since they're so busy with that stuff. But they talk a lot about spirituality and then they don't actually go and love their neighbor, which is very interesting. But when we want to build communities, there's always going to be, again, the different colors of the rainbows. So all is well, because as Sadhguru points out, we don't meddle with other states of consciousness. That's because I am not you, and you're not me. And if you want to grow up, there's the somatic sensory motor trauma experts. Now, if you want to do a personal development journey, you want to go into your enlightenment soul age group, you want to become a 5D mystic, meaning stable into here, there you go. Our content is fun, it's educational, but it's also just stories, entertainment, not entertainment in the way of being a buffoon. I mean, I know some people do think of it, but uh, the real deal is there are stories that are meant to support you to expand your ideas of people and to go out and beyond the whole thought of there being a devil, there's not a devil, there's not a demon. Uh, there are collective consciousnesses. So, of course, those um, entities, it's not an entity, but the groupings of energy will come together as long as we have people out there manifesting it, which the 4D plane does a lot. So, again, Patrick McNamara, for any of you who need a little bit of true data for these nightmares that he talks about, doesn't take away from your mysticism. It helps you understand the importance of getting support if you have, in the moment when you're channeling and or dreaming and or whatever these, again, clairs that you have, because I know mine, but I don't know yours. Um, if your body is consistently tired, this is not positive because it means that you're not learning how to harness your energy body. So you're not learning how to be in your ventral vagal state. You're not learning how to process the emotions that you wake up from your dreams with in a state of I'm safe in my own body. I'm safe in my own mind. And you then turn on your ventral vagal nervous system. I did not do any yoga until I met Sadhguru. What I did when I'd wake up from my dreams was I'm processing this emotion. Eventually I was like, okay, enough with the Schumann resonance and these ideas of ego death. I need to move into another spectrum of my mind. Otherwise I'm going to keep relating to it. the same data points. It's over and over. Like they're only repeating the same data points. This is not actually something that I need to keep hearing. I've heard it enough to where I've pretty much memorized it. So let me move into, okay, I'm going to do it this way. Let me use equanimity so drink water sleep and you bring actual krishna lila curiosity to your body you get curious but like i said patrick mcnamara a lot more important for people i know a lot of people they don't have this uh, trust in humanity so they don't do the let me sit with my emotions and they also don't have self-trust excuse me so they will sense a sense of guilt or burden or they're weighed down. Uh, this is all in the moment of that effortlessness and they're in a fear state. So they have chosen the fear. And here's where when you're choosing fear and let's say you don't choose to be around the people like your twin flames and your oversoul peeps, the ones who support you, you choose other people and you move into this karma relationship because unconsciously, you allow fear to direct you towards that which is not 
actually empowering or enlightening is a very straightforward one, like I said. The people that want to keep believing there are energy vampires, demons, dark auras, and all this stuff, they have made their choice of fear. They don't move out of 4D plane because they say, no, no, but I saw it, it exists. One, you saw it in your mind's eye. Two, it doesn't exist in a tangible way. Three, what you're supposed to be worried, quote-unquote, not worried, but concerned, quote-unquote, not concerned. What you should tend to if you feel low in energy every day when you're waking up, go get some blood work and go figure that one out before it's too many days where you put your body through. So long story short, and I'm serious again. This is food for thought. And I'm nowhere near any therapist. That's not who I am. I'm a mentor, support on personal development. But I have experiences with the astral travel, all this Claire business. And so I'm saying when these peak ascension energies come about, unresolved trauma comes up. And when people tell me that they wake up and they explain to me that they believe they've had a DNA upgrade, uh, but their day-to-day -day is not getting more energized and they're getting more tired, I'm knowing, okay, you're not expanding your window of tolerance. You're not going into a flexible, adaptive, coherent, energized, stable brain. Your brain does not move one inch to integration. You have not moved one inch out of this plane of 4D. I'm wondering how many more days before you go and get some support so that you can wake up rested so that you can start being a person who has energy in your body and how about you pay attention to how your brain is thinking because this is very important so the dark sides of neuroplasticity are dark not because it's uh, bad we all know that darkness is what stays when you're a practiced yogi the shiva shiva is nothingness but the dark sides of neuroplasticity is when people use their imagination to wire their fears and their... So 4D people keep thinking there's some battle going on between heroes and villains and they're rescuing and that's not what's happening. You're supposed to, quote unquote, if you want, help your brain to get that trauma memory into a normal memory. It means processing the emotion. If you're tired every day, you still think evil exists. You've not moved one inch from that. So it's not going to become richness. And even though I do know that that 4D plane will most likely continue to persist, so nothing's going to take place. These people continue to live their day-to-day -day very well. Uh, again, as a person who cares, I'm here to say, go look up Patrick McNamara. He's on well, big think. Look him up. He has a book on the religious self that's a good place to start with neuroscience and consciousness and what is the importance of your religious dreams, if you will, in these types of experiences. does not take away from your oversoul, by the way, relationships. And on that note, as we close on out for my love cycle people, because we don't have any of that, that is for people who don't know that they have heartbreak, gut wrench, torn apart, they have a shame, defectiveness cycle. So they are the ones who feel broken or others are broken. It's my fault, their fault, they're in the adaptive child. Love cycle people, we don't have this thing. We move into our functional adult again and again and again. So our oversoul is a playground. So when I've been waking up from my dreams, I realized, okay, here's where I'm going to expand. Here's where I'm going to expand. And my energy levels kept increasing. My love has increased exponentially. My amazingly pure consciousness, Purusha, 
and pure energy prakriti is like all over the place the only part for me for example is when there's a buttload of energy i still don't know how to expand my energy body as effectively as i probably could it's because i have lack of knowledge that's why of intricate aspects that i will end up finding out because that's what you do when you care about your body and mind in a way of knowing okay my blood works good my you know all my hands work my eyes work so obviously physically everything's good let me figure out this metaphysics as it tears and stuff <laughs> this energy the physicists are the great ones that we can probably learn this from and the people who talk about ph that one too but not the extremist ones you don't need to go vegan or vegetarian to be a channeler by the way in fact your eating habits have nothing to do with how you channel that's a whole different topic and anybody who uses stable mature adaptive rational teachable brain will know so we move beyond the whole ancients we're science and spirituality and spiritual stuff the human elements is the science stuff we're grounded in reality i'm a person my name is maria i'm an integrated brain and a restored embodied self that's the enlightenment soul age before you it's expanding infinite higher human consciousness experiences all the time and it is with the support of my lovely trauma educational certificate people they're the therapists, not me. I support with sharing. And again, reach out. I'll give you lists of places you can go get learned and taught and um, become somebody who can help other people too. The metaphysics stuff is interesting. In that realm, there's Reiki for me. And also I'm getting my mindfulness or meditation teaching certificate from a couple of well, one place one institution i have a couple of certificates with one institution which is involving mindfulness and meditation and that's on purpose so that i can integrate it as a life coach in the future but um there's also tarot cards and tarot reading oracle readings i like to do the ones on the episodes you've heard of them but of course for anybody who chooses to do personal development it's a tool that supports but only if you're wanting to do something serious because otherwise you know we don't actually need to use it that way um and akashic record readings that one is really fantastic and that's for people who understand how to integrate their new energy so you don't let go of the old which is very funny when people think you have to let go of people in your love oversoul circle oh i every time i hear that when 4d readers you have to you're canceling someone out they're deleted they're out and i'm like wow you all are still not figuring out that we're one big ball of energy to talk about erasing someone that's not how it works but hey go for it so i've had these types of people actually try to tell me in my past this person this person this i'm like no i don't think you know my relationships and i don't think you know me and i think you need to shut up right now no i don't say that in my head i'm thinking uh no 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 and okay i know you <laughs> thank you bye bye so it's only because we are learning always how to be polite to those who don't hear us they don't see us anyways and and the hearing us it's uh, it's okay we hear them loud and clear so we don't cancel people emperors and empresses don't need to cancel people here friends and lovers don't need to cancel people the people who are in the enlightenment soul age group don't need to cancel anyone we do know as Sadhguru points out that love means, let me go my, find my lovely Sadhguru, love means being willing to nurture another life beyond opinions and prejudice. And also, where is he? 
Whether you call it a stone, a tree, an animal, a man, a demon, or the divine, everything is the same energy manifesting itself in a million different ways. And thank goodness for those neuroscience and physicists because they're the ones who prove it in the ballpark. And so again, the neuroscience community, one guy was explaining how the common four things for those who have this level, the 5D mystics and the Enlightenment Soul Age group, of connectedness that optimize brain and body we have timelessness selflessness selflessness is the first timelessness effortlessness and richness if you're growing richness that's where you know if every day you wake up more energized than yesterday so if you have any questions reach out i'll see to do either free or paid subscription based model content depending on your question and i hope you have a wonderful day